Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participant's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Hello, Jen. <laughs> yes. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? I'm awesome. Oh, are you? Yeah. Oh. It's still summer. Oh, well, that that deserves a button if ever I heard one. It's a little too warm today, I'll be honest with you. I don't like it. Wasn't that warm today? Well, anyways, we're going to be checking in on a bunch of stuff on this episode. Oh, great. All stuff. related to stuff we've been up to this summer and what we've got planned for the rest of the summer. I love summer. Summer's almost fucking over, though. Stop it. It didn't even start. Well, in my mind, it's almost over. So here we go. <laughs> Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. All right. All right. What do you love about summer? You mentioned you love love, summer. I love the heat and the sun. I like the long days. The long days are nice. I can do without the heat or the sun. I like the hot and I like the I'll be honest with you. You're like a vampire. Mm, no, I like the long days. That's really nice. You don't I like like the sun. I don't like the intense feeling of the sun on my skin. Oh, I don't I like that. that. You don't like feeling. Baked I'm very alive. pale. No, I hate feeling baked alive. I love it. I'm very pale, and the sun makes me uncomfortable when it shines on my skin. I don't like that. So I typically don't leave the house without SPF 70 or higher sunblock on me. We found that um, 70 plus sunblock. Yeah. I've been applying that liberally to my arms and legs. Good. So I do not like it when I feel the sun on my skin. Did you apply it today? Did I apply it today? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, before we went on a walk this morning, yeah, I applied it. Then I took a shower after the walk because I did spin up something of a sweat. I didn't apply it after though because we went to see a movie. Yeah, so I've been mostly indoors since. But if I was going to be spending any time outside, I would put the sun block back on. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. All right. So you like the heat and the sun and the long days. I do. Well, it's summer, so you're getting all of those things. Yeah. What have I we am. been up to? What have we I been don't up know. to? We're what? recording this, what? It's um, July 10th, right? Uh, let's see. We dropped Space Unicorn, our soon to be 12 year old. Uh, we're recording this on a Sunday. They're going to be 12 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We dropped them off at camp for eight weeks. Yes. I don't like it. No. 
<laughs> yeah. It's very quiet around the house. Right. So, but they seem to be having a good time. Yeah, I hope We're so. getting letters. We're seeing pictures. Yes. All those things are true. This um, space unicorn of ours seems to be enjoying their freedom. Yes. And we've received two letters. And in both letters, they have requested a pair of demonia shoes. I don't know what the fuck that is. Demonia shoes. It sounds like ammonia to me. It's a brand of shoe. I'm going to just... Well, you showed me pictures of these shoes. Yes. And they um, look like they go up to your knees. They this have specific style that they are interested in purchasing right. are uh, knee-length platform boots. They're lace-up platform boots. Yeah, they don't need those for camp. They don't need those at ever. all right. because they are not so even... I have a plan. They want demonia shoes. So You're let's send them ammonia. Let's take a pair of regular shoes, soak them in ammonia. No. Seal them in a plastic bag and mail them to Space Unicorn and say we misunderstood no. when they get mad at us. Oh, we thought you wanted I ammonia think, shoes. I think the better way to go is to take a picture of said shoes and send them in a letter and say, Here are your demonias. You think they'll think that's funny? No, I think they'll get mad. All right, well, so... Even though I've had multiple conversations regarding the shoe purchase. Okay. And our well, position on the shoe purchase, which is um, you don't need a pair of $135 shoes when your feet are still growing. And when you're 12, you don't need a $135 pair of shoes. Well, more to the point, when your feet are still changing, potentially... Not a good idea. All right. Anyway, so Space Unicorns off at camp. They're not getting their demonia shoes. Mm -hmm. And we also had Ted, our um, 15-year-old, just completed two backpacking trips through the White Mountains. Mm -hmm. On both of those trips, he hiked the presidential range. True. So we drove him up there, right? Yes. Dropped him off. Yes. Then we drove all the way back here. Yes. And then we had to drive all the way back up there four days later. This is a four-hour trip, four-and-a-half-hour trip each way. Yeah. And then we stayed in a Airbnb up there. Yeah. In the White Mountains between his two trips because he had like, what? Three days, four days between these trips? Yeah. Right? Mm hmm Do you need to look at something on your watch? No. What were you looking at? I was scratching my arm. Thanks. Oh, I thought you were reading texts. Thanks, thanks for checking. Sure. Fish. Yeah. Yeah. Just checking in with yeah. you. Okay. Just so thanks. people know, I had to confiscate Stomping Jen's phone <laughs> You're not my from her. father, by the way. I know I'm not your father. Okay. I hope I'm not. You're talking like confiscation. Well, it had to be it had to be taken so that you would focus on this podcast episode. <clears throat> Anyways, we had an Airbnb which was delightful. Yeah, so <laughs> it turned out to be delightful, but I was unaware of what <laughs> to expect. And this was in uh Woodstock, New Hampshire. North Woodstock, yeah. So we are driving down into the neighborhood where this Airbnb house is that we stayed at. 
When we turn off into the little side road, up to this point everything looked just fine. It was off the main downtown of Woodstock. Then we start driving by these houses. I can only describe it. It looked like a junkyard, like out front. There's all this trash. It looked like a hoarder's house. There were Trump flags everywhere. There were dogs running around. It looked like we were in, um, like, rural Kentucky. There's nothing wrong with that. Which I should have felt right at home because Belchertown is like that. You know, and anyways, I was I was expecting something maybe a little nicer. Uh, listeners... You should know by now, Sawtooth gets a little paranoid about things. So anyways, I'm freaking out. Yeah. I'm just losing There was nothing wrong with this neighborhood, by the way. I was losing my... I was totally losing my shit, right? Uh, You were getting a little anxious, yes. Yeah, I was like, we can't stay here. This is like some kind of tar paper shack. I was really kind of losing it. For no reason. By yeah. the way, listeners, for no reason. And so then we go, um, then we go in there, and it was absolutely delightful. It was absolutely delightful. I mean, it was clean, it was modern, it was like meticulously and um, wonderfully decorated. The whole thing was just really nice. It was very nice. So, Had all the amenities you could want. Yeah, so we stayed there for what, uh, four nights, three, three nights? nights, three nights, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was in walking distance to pretty much anything you could almost need. Ev- almost everything we wanted to do. Yeah, and we barely used the car, which was nice. Woodstock, New Hampshire, right? Well, it was North Woodstock, and then it's like in the corner of Lincoln, New Hampshire. So you could walk to like, well, there was a little. There was a little downtown area. Yeah. Of Woodstock itself. And it's a charming little town. It has a yeah. general store, an ice cream shop. Yeah. All this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then you could walk to Lincoln, which also has a bunch of stuff. It was nice. We had a very yeah. nice time. We walked. We hiked a little. We went to this place called Clark's Trading Post. Mm-hmm. I told you about it. I remember it from being a kid. Mm-hmm. I left my phone there, though. We or, went back and got it. Yeah. We did spontaneous-like things. It was so nice. Like what? What was spontaneous that so we, we did? So we walked to Clark's just to check it out. That wasn't spontaneous. That was planned. And then the woman told us we could walk down this road that would like the hypotenuse that would take us to Lincoln. Right. So we did. And then... Um, there was mini golf. There was some mini golf, and Ted was like, oh, mini golf. So we decided to play mini golf. That was spontaneous. Yeah, but on the whole walk to there, my... What do you call it? Watch. Uh, my watch kept asking me if I wanted to connect to your your phone I'm like, what the fuck, watch? No, you have your own phone to connect to. And I kept hitting dismiss. And then would ask me if I want to connect to Ted's phone. And I was like, fuck you, watch. No, leave me alone. So I muted my watch. (laughs) And then we get, you know, we're like halfway halfway into this mini golf. I realized I lost my phone. I didn't have my phone with me. And, you know, these phones are attached to us by the at the hip these days. So I started panicking. I'm like, oh no, what are we going to do? 
I left my phone somewhere. I don't know where it is. And then you had the brilliant idea of uh, looking uh, and find my phone or something. What is that? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's exactly what it is. The Find My app? Find My Phone. Yeah, and you saw my phone. All our devices are on there. Yeah, you saw my phone. It was at Clark's Trading Post. Mm-hmm. Right, so I must have left it on the bench when we were sitting outside. Yep. And so, anyways, we called them, and they were like, "Yep, we have your phone. Just come by and get it." So I didn't have to worry. That's right. Technology's amazing. That's true. And I have to give it to the Apple devices because we were, you know, because we're all on these Apple devices. Mm-hmm. They kind of like are all connected and work together, and do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like a hive mind of stuff. It's true. Yeah. Yep, so we got your phone back. Yep. No harm, no foul. Yeah, and then, uh, so we did a lot of walking around in Mm -hmm. Lincoln, New Hampshire, and Woodstock, New Hampshire. We went to this place called The Basin. Mm. Remember that? I didn't really... Did we end up at The Basin? Yeah, we we walked up that whole waterfall But first we walked up the, um, where the old man in the mountain used to be. There was a whole monument there. yeah. Next to some pond. It's kind of cool. They have these like three, um, they have these 3D like sculpture things you can look at and look through and down that align with the mountain. Based on your height. Yeah, where the old man of the mountain used to be in New Hampshire. They're like line sites. Is that what it's called? Line site? I don't know what it's called. It's like a 3D sculpture you look at. It's, It's a metal rod that points based on how tall you are, to where the exact location of the old man in the mountain used well, to be. All I know is it's like looking at the man in the mountain. He was there. Like he never fell down. Right? Like in spirit? No, you could like fucking see the thing if you looked down this line sight thing. No, that wasn't the point. Yeah, it was. All the rocks that used to make the old man the mountain have fell down into the ground. Who gives a shit? They have this line sight sculpture thing now where you can see what it looked like. It didn't show you what it used to look like. Yes, it did. That it was... showed you where it was on the side of the mountain. No, but it showed you the thing and you could see it. I don't it. think you remember. I don't think correctly. you looked through it right. The whole point of it was... You line up the site of the thing, and you stare at the cliff, and there is the profile of the man on the mountain. Ugh, the man on the mountain. You didn't even do it right. You didn't do it right. I did, because I saw the old man on the mountain. I don't need the real thing anymore. I have that little sculpture. Okay. I can't believe you missed out on the purpose of that whole thing, and you didn't get the experience. I got the experience. I got the experience. <laughs> you know you did I'm didn't. all about the experience. All right, then we went to the basin. The basin. But also when we were driving. What about it? What about when we were driving? Also what? Uh, there were cars in the parking lot. And no spots. Okay. And what? you got very anxious about that. What do you mean? You were like, there's nowhere to park. I don't know where to go. Okay, what's the larger point? And I had to say to you, what did I say to you? I don't remember. That was like two weeks ago. I said, we have no itinerary. We have nowhere to be. Right. Let's just go with the flow. That's hard for me. We'll go wherever we end up. All things considered, I think I handled it pretty well. Yeah. I drove through the parking lot and we headed back down the highway. 
And then we found something to do. Yeah. That's how we ended up at the old man on the mountain. That's right. Right? And mm-hmm. then... Then we drove back. Then we drove back the other direction and went back through the basin. And we found the basin. Mm-hmm. Then we walked up. There were too many people at the basin. Yeah. Though. There were like hundreds of people. I wanted to hike it was all the way to the top of this one mountain. And then we got like, we're like a mile up and you were like, all right, I'm done. Don't you wish we had another pandemic so all the people would go away? No. There were too many people. They were just enjoying being out. Yeah, but I want to do that with less people. Can't always get what you want. No. What else happened there? Did anything happen at the basin? I think there were no incidents. No, we had a really incident-free weekend. Yeah. All told. And so, um, then we... did some hiking, we ate some ice cream, we went out to dinner a bunch of times. Yeah. We went out for breakfast, we got to see fireworks. Ugh, that was horrible. It was not horrible. I love fireworks. I don't understand this obsession with fireworks. If I never saw a firework again the rest of my life, I'd be happy. We went to some vintage antique car museum. Yeah, there was a car with three wheels there. It had one wheel in the front and two wheels in the back. Mm-hmm. We saw that. I forget what that's called, though. Yeah, I don't remember. It had some kind of name to it. I don't know. It was fun. Yeah, and then we dropped uh, Ted off for his second backpacking trip, and you and I headed home. That's right. For four days in an empty house. How many days was it? Four? Five? I don't know. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And we both remarked about how it was too quiet. Too quiet. Right? It gets very quiet. Yeah. I don't like it. it, It takes away some of the structure of our days like you know that we need to eat dinner because you know the kids are hungry or whatever and then we don't end up eating until like eight o'clock at night i like that though because i don't want to eat dinner what do you mean don't want to eat dinner i don't know i like dinner yeah i don't know i do like being able to do things whenever i want to that's kind of nice but i don't like the quiet i'm so used to all of the noise the children make. Although they don't make as much noise as when they were little. No, they make different kinds of noises. Mm-hmm. Mostly like skulking around noises. <laughs> I didn't know skulking around had noise. Yeah, like doors opening and closing. Talking on their devices. Talking on their devices, like you just said. The clacking of Tetris. What else? Click, 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 click. Yeah. So. Mom. Anyways. Mom. Um, Mom. Ted came back. Right? Yesterday. We're recording this on Sunday. Ted came back on. Last night. Saturday. And so he's back doing his thing. Um. So let's see. What else? We saw uh, one of your favorite bands this summer. We didn't talk right? about it. We that. never talked about it. No, we saw um, uh, this band called Pussifer. Mm-hmm. Pussifer. Yeah. 
We've talked about Pussifer before, but um, how was the concert for you? so good. I'm wearing a Pussifer t-shirt right now. Yeah, we bought a lot of merchandise at this show for some reason. It was fun. I got a poster. Yeah. Now, these posters, um, people come to these shows just to buy these limited edition posters, and they sell them on the fucking internet for three times what they paid for them. Yeah. And you were really stressed out about getting one of these posters. Yeah, it's true. But we got you one. Yeah. I think it's because we saw the show in kind of an out-of-the-place kind of way. I would agree. Some of the other shows, first of all, this poster that we got, I like the poster, but there are some better ones out there from different shows because they like use a different artist for each show. I mean, better in your subjective estimation? Yeah, yeah. That's all. Yeah. So, anyways, we saw people there at the concert with like four posters. Yeah, it's I was irritating. like, "You fucking pieces of shit!" There are yeah. other people who want to have just one poster. Yeah, it's annoying. Like to frame it that. Mm-hmm. and hang it up. Yeah. Um, but the show was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, I'm not a hardcore fan like you are, but I enjoyed it. The stage show was good. Um. Maynard was just super, like, you could tell he was just having fun. Yeah, uh, the singer, Maynard. James Keenan. Yeah, uh, the same guy in, who is in Tool. Um, you know, they had a very interesting stage set up. It was, like, space-focused. There were aliens. There mm-hmm. were secret government agents, like men in black running around. It was like all interwoven between the songs. It was it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was fun. But I had this fucking drunk woman next to me. Um, not only for some of it. Well, she was there for enough of it, the important parts. <laughs> and she really was pissing me off. But before that, so we were there with our kids, right? We were there with our 11-year-old and our 14-year-old at the time. Space Unicorn and Ted. And we were there with our friend Shivering Jim, who's been on this podcast a bunch of times. But um, so sit down. And so there's me, then you're to my right, then I think the kids, and then Shivering Jim. And to my immediate left, there's these two guys, um, like big, uh, fat, 60-year-old men. And uh, one of them's talking to his friend about his new Bona pill. Right? The doctor gave me his new Bona pill. And he's going on and on about his new Bona pill. I think he gave me uh, too much of a dose of the new Bona pill. I took it and uh, my, my, my shit was hot all night. And I'm like, I'm like telling telling this chick you gotta help me out here you gotta help me out they're like these two gangsters from a fucking goodfellas sitting there talking about their their boner pills sounds like fun and the one guy who wasn't talking about the boner pill you could tell he was uncomfortable right like I think he sensed he was the one closest to me I think he sensed that there were kids nearby Mm mm-hmm he wasn't like saying much. He's there were just, kids behind us too. I know, but anyways, um, this fucking guy's going on and on about the boner pill, and then the other guy who wasn't saying anything opens his phone and goes, "Hey, look, 
I can see my house. Right. And he pulls up like his ring camera feed or something. And there's a picture of his daughter running around in a bikini. Can you imagine that? No. And his friend who's just talking about Bona pills. He's like, who's that? The guy's like, it's my daughter and her friends. And they didn't say anything. They sat there uncomfortably in silence. Sounds like an amazing friendship. Yeah. Well, I see you just staring at me. Like, <laughs> what? You didn't have to deal with this shit. I did not. And then during the concert, there's this fucking drunk guy next to me. Okay. After boner pill guys, there's these two drunk guy. There's this drunk guy next to me who kept yelling, fuck yeah, made it through the whole concert. Do you remember him? Yes. Do you remember how loud he was? Yeah, it was pretty loud. Imagine that in your ear. What is that? It's my phone ringing. Oh, yeah. Who's calling? Your sister. Oh. Fuck yeah, Maynard! Just declined the call. I did. <laughs> and he was also screaming country boner. Yeah, country boner. Which is the name of a song. Which is the name of a pussifer song. Over and over again. Country boner! Is that like what people do at pussifer shows? Is that the equivalent of Freebird? <laughs> No. Anyways, he's drunk off his ass. And then the person he was there with, this woman, somehow gets next to me and starts pushing me down the aisle. Yeah. Right? And then at, at one point during the concert, she looks over at me and looks up to looks up at me and goes, You're really tall. She was pretty short. She was fucking shit faced though. She's like, You're really tall. How tall are you? I'm like, I don't know. She's like, have you seen Pussifer before? I'm like, uh, yeah. She goes, when? Oh my God. I'm like, I don't know. Why? Have you seen Tool? Oh my God. I was like, yes. She goes, oh my God, I haven't seen Tool. <laughs> she goes, that's on my bucket list. All I know is she was like, Where's Maynard? And we were like on stage, like go look that way. Yeah, so she's um, absolutely just like she's up my fucking nostrils, talking to me, looking at me, spilling beer on me. Then she disappeared. Then she disappeared. Where did she go? I don't know. I don't give a shit where she went, but. Um, I'm glad you all had a great time at the Pussifer oh, concert. Oh, come on. You had a good time. Uh, when I wasn't being bothered by people. You love people. Yeah, right. Anyway, so um, we're going to another concert <laughs> soon. <laughs> right? Are you going to have a similar experience? There's probably going to be drunk people there, too. I'm sure somebody's going to ruin it for me. Somebody always does. So Hopefully it won't be me. Anyways, we're going to see Roger Waters. How excited are you? Eh, I don't oh, feel that excited. Come on, it's like two years ago we bought these tickets. Okay, I don't care when we bought them. I'm not excited right now. Oh, so come on. Um, you can admit that you're excited. No, I'm. I've never had any problems telling you or people how I feel on this podcast. I'm 
being dead honest, I don't feel excited. I'm more worried right now about the logistics. Right? The concert's in Boston. I'm worried about driving to the concert. We already have a plan for that. It starts at 8 o'clock. That's late. We already have a plan for that. Concert ends late. Then we have to drive back. Okay. Okay, those are the things I'm worried about right now. Oh, my God. What? Can't you just enjoy going, the anticipation of going to see somebody you really enjoy? No. (sighs) You're focusing on the wrong thing. If it was like a town or two over and I didn't have to drive 80 miles to get there. Well, take it up with Roger. I'm taking it up with anyone. You're well, criti- tell him to play at the Mullen Center. You're criticizing me for not uh, having a high degree of anticipation. Antissa. I feel more dread about the show than I do anticipation. <sighs> and we looked at the set list today. Yeah, because you made me. It's all songs we've heard before. Now I'm thinking to myself. Oh, I don't need to go. Probably Guess what? don't need to go. Guess what? What? We're going. Huh. We'll see <laughs> about that. A fortune on these tickets. We'll see about that. Yeah. Anyway, so um, we'll report back on that after we go to the concert. Okay. We'll see what happens. All right. Um. So that happens. Let's see what else happened. Your art show happened. Oh yeah, my art show. We happened. talked about your art show before. That's right. So why don't you tell us? Um, tell us about it. We're now how many weeks in? It opened on June fourteenth. Mm-hmm. It's now July 10th. Well, it'll, it, we're recording this on July 10th. So how's your show going? Good, I think. Sold a bunch of pieces. Oh, really? I had two events. We had just the artist reception. Okay. Um, which was last week. And then uh, this week I decided to have an art party. And I uh, got a bunch of scissors and glue stick and some poster board and... I invited people to come and sit down and be inspired and yeah. do some collaging. And people showed up? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. Did they look at your art? Yeah. Or did they just come for the art party? Oh, they did both. Okay. Some people didn't do any art and they just came to look at the walls. So. And did you say that was at the 50 Arrow Gallery? I didn't, but thank you. It's at in, 50 Arrow Gallery in, in East, East Hampton. Hampton. In East Hampton, Massachusetts? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the East Works building. In the East Works building, Unit yeah. 244. I had an interesting experience. You did? Yeah. So on the night of your reception, there's a restaurant um, in the same building, the East Works building, mm-hmm. that the gallery is in. And that restaurant is called Daily Operation. Mm-hmm. So I went down there to get you some food. You really like this restaurant. I absolutely adore it. Yeah. Um, and I ordered a fish sandwich, right? I wanted a fish sandwich. That's what I had in my mind. That's what I wanted. So um, ordered the food, brought it upstairs to the gallery where you were, opened the bag. Okay, there's something in there that looked like a sandwich. I took it out. I unwrapped it. And there staring me in the face was a cheeseburger. Mm, cheeseburger. Yeah. Now, I haven't had a cheeseburger at this point in probably two years. Maybe really? longer. Really? How is that possible? Because I don't eat a lot of meat. And in, if I'm in a restaurant 
with a multitude of choices. The cheeseburger is going to be the last thing I order. Okay, so I was like, well, I'm going to eat this fucking cheeseburger. Okay, I'm not going to wait. It. We waited 20 minutes for our food to begin with. I'm not going to go back down. I'm not going to, you know, be a Karen, right, about okay. this. It was the most delicious fucking cheeseburger I've ever had in my life. Yeah, you were talking about that for like a week. It was so good. I really like that cheeseburger. So, um, and then when we went back for your art party, yeah. uh, two weeks later, I got another one. So that's for daily operation. Yeah. And that that fucking cheeseburger you guys make there. The food is excellent. Yeah. So, um, highly recommend that people go there. I highly recommend. It's amazing. Yeah. So, um, anything else you want to say about your show? When does it end? Uh, this week sometime. It's supposed to go to the 14th. Of July? Yeah. All right. So, this episode is coming out on July... 13. 13, yeah. So, you have a day or two to get over there and see it, maybe. Maybe yeah. a day. Yeah. All right. So, was the experience everything you wanted? For having an art show? Having an art show. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. What's next for you in the art world? Uh, I probably should look for another venue if I want to do more stuff. I actually, at the art party, I made a couple more pieces. So I saw those. They were really good. Thank you. Are I you probably gonna, should do some art this summer. <laughs> you're going to do more art this summer? Probably should. But you might look for a new show? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck with that. Thank you. All right. What else? In terms of art? Yeah. I don't Anything know. I, else? I like looking at art. You do? Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Well, then I want to I want to come to our central question I want to ask you about. Our central question? Yeah. I have a question I want to ask you. All right. It's something we've discussed the last couple of days. Oh, okay. Um, that nobody can quite figure out. So, you have oh god expressed very strong opinions. Why do we have to talk about this? About not liking fruit flavored ice cream. Uh huh. I don't know that I have strong opinions. No, on this. you do. You say you hate it. You won't try it. And uh... anytime anyone offers you fruit flavored ice cream, you wrinkle up your face. And you go, no, I don't like fruit-flavored ice cream. You know that. You get really defensive and angry. <sighs> oh, boy. Um, the other night, I was playing video games with my friends, and we were discussing why we can't figure out you don't like fruit-flavored ice cream. I and you still came... cannot fathom for the life of me why this was a topic of conversation. We were playing games, video games. And my, what does that have to do with ice cream? My weekly game night, you mm -hmm. walked in the door and you walked into us all talking about this strange idea you have. I don't so, think that it's strange. There's a couple, I want to explore this a little with you. Because sure. it really is on, it really is irregular. I don't think that it is, but okay. I'm going to just ask the question. Why do you dislike fruit-flavored ice cream? Let's start there. Uh, I don't know. 
Okay, do you like strawberry ice cream? No, I don't like strawberry ice cream. Okay, that's a fruit-flavored ice cream. Do you like black raspberry? No. Okay. Blueberry ice cream. I don't think I've ever had it. Banana ice cream. No. Okay, why won't you eat any of those flavors? You like all of those individual fruits. I don't know. I want you to think about it. I'm asking you. Oh, well, I don't think know. about it. I don't know what you're fishing for here. I'm not fishing for anything. If I had my choice, I would rather have a different flavor. Okay, let's say you don't have a choice. If it's the only choice. option available to me, I just will go without. It's not a big deal. You would have no ice cream yes. rather than eat fruit-flavored ice yeah, cream. And I don't like mint ice cream either. We're not talking about mint. Mint's not a fruit. We're talking about fruit-flavored ice okay. creams. What? I like most ice creams, except... Usually, I'm not a fan of flute, fruit or mint flavored. You claim ice to be somebody who loves summer. Yeah, fruit flavored ice creams are a hallmark of summer. You cannot love summer unless you like fruit flavored ice creams. Um, wrong. Wrong. Not wrong. Yeah, absolutely wrong. What is it about fruit-flavored ice creams you don't like? You have not given me an answer yet. I don't know. I don't like. Why don't you like whatever you don't like? Name something. I can tell you. I don't know. Okay, name something. I'll tell you why I don't like it. I could tell you why I don't like parsnips. I hate the texture of parsnips, and I think they have a strange bitter flavor that I just cannot get used to. It's okay. like it's like somebody made a carrot fuck a radish. What? And they had a baby and then the carrot radish baby fucked a potato. And then the carrot radish baby and the potato had a baby. That's a parsnip. I Wrong. hate parsnips. They're parsnips disgusting. Are delicious. Okay, so I just told you why I hate parsnips. Oh my God, I can't explain why I don't like it. I don't like it. No. I do not like them, Sam. I am. I do not like them in a car. I do not like them near a far. I do not like them in a box. I do not like them with my socks. I do not like green eggs and ham. I do not like them, Sam. I am. Did you have a negative experience no, with fruit flavored ice cream like as a child? It. No, I prefer a chocolate. I want you to think about this. Or any other flavor. Did something traumatic related to fruit-flavored ice cream happen to you as a child? No, you know when you get like the Neapolitan where they give you the vanilla and the chocolate? Don't tell me you're the monster who leaves the strawberry. I don't like the strawberry. I'll eat the vanilla and the chocolate. I don't like the strawberry. It's It's too sweet and it's probably artificially flavored. That's probably why I don't like it. That's that. Okay, but we go to all of these local producers of ice cream. They might make delicious fruit flavored. So why ice cream. won't you try it? Because I prefer, usually if I have a sweet, I already have number one problems picking a flavor. You know this, and so by a process of elimination, if I just eliminate all the, all the things it, that I don't quote unquote like, then I can focus on the other flavors. It was pointed out to me. By one of my friends. Yeah. What did on they, my video what game What did they group, have as uh, enlightenment for you? That you are a hypocrite because you will eat vanilla ice cream yeah. with a fruit topping. Yeah, I will. Uh-huh. Hypocrite. Okay. How can you claim to not like 
fruit flavored ice cream and then you'll take like a strawberry compote and mix it into vanilla ice cream and eat that. That's I strawberry don't ice mix cream. Mix it in. I like to eat it. That's strawberry together, ice cream. Together, which is separate. It's which strawberry is different ice cream. Than mixing it in. No. It's strawberry ice cream. Okay, whatever. Admit it. You like fruit flavored ice cream. I don't like admit fruit it. flavored ice cream. Is that what this is all about? You're going to try to make me admit something? Last evening, we yeah. went to an ice cream place. I got place. a blueberry sundae. It was delicious. It was. Vanilla ice cream yeah, with, with blueberry, blueberry compote all over. And it was basically blueberry and then ice it had, cream. Um, and then it had whipped cream and sprinkles on top. It was delicious. It was blueberry ice cream. It wasn't blueberry ice cream because you could distinctly taste the vanilla ice cream and the blueberry syrup and the whipped cream. And they were separate. It wasn't like one thing. I want to go back to your childhood for a minute. There's nothing to go back to. I think there is. I think there is. What happened to you in fruit-flavored ice creams? Something. Think deeply about this. Did you do something bad once and you were punished and somebody made, you know, one of your parents made you eat a half gallon of strawberry ice cream as punishment? Something like that? Did you, were you at the park and maybe you had um, a banana flavored ice cream cone and you ate it too fast and you got an ice cream headache? So first of all, I will also mention anything artificially banana flavored tastes gross. Just gross. Runts, gross. What is runts? They're candies. That's candy. That's not... Um, a food product like ice cream? It's candy. Okay. Ice cream is made with real bananas. Right, we've spent like way too much time talking about no, this. No, because you're hiding something. I'm not hiding anything. I don't like it. Can I ask you a question? What? Was there some kind of sexual encounter with no. ice cream that went wrong? We, it's enough. For when me. you were a teenager, it's, maybe? This line of questioning is going nowhere, and it's stupid. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear this. Everybody wants to Nobody. hear it. Nobody. People need to know oh. that you have this really unusual... I don't think it's unusual. A lot of people don't like per- X, Y, or Z. Perver- perverse idea about fruit-flavored ice creams. Okay, enough. <laughs> no, I need to know. It doesn't make sense. You can't expect me to sit next to you and watch you eat. I will get up and I will walk a away from the microphone. Ice cream enough. smothered with blueberries and then say you will not eat blueberry ice cream. You cannot <laughs> make you me deal with this. No, I need to know the answer. It's different. Why don't you like it? I don't like it. That's why I don't like it. Bean. Will you commit no. to trying fruit-flavored ice cream with No. Me? <laughs> Are you, you going to take me to the ice cream shop and yes. we're going to buy multiple flavors of fruit-flavored ice creams? We're going to get a flight. A of flight of fruit-flavored fruit ice creams? Yeah, you won't commit to trying... Sure. If you want to take me somewhere and buy me a whole bunch of ice cream, I won't say no. You'll try them. Sure. And then we can report back to your heart's delight. We can do a Johnny on the spot interview style. You will. Okay. I'm going to take that as a promise. 
This is going to be the summer 2022 fruit flavored ice cream challenge. <laughs> I already want to throw up. Okay, are we done? Let's go with that. Sure. Why do you want to throw up? Just because I don't. What, ha- what just happened in your head? Nothing. I'd much rather have chocolate. When you thought, when you thought about, you know, when the you get a cream. box of chocolate. Like a, vi- a variety box of chocolate. I do. You never know what you're gonna get. And you know, when you're happily eating and you get one, it's like dark chocolate and you're like, yum. And you get yeah. one that's like um, got an almond in it and you're uh-huh. like, yum. And then you get one and it has like caramel in it and you're like, yum. And then you get the one that has the raspberry shit in it and you taste it and you're like, oh, this is disgusting. No, because I like fruit. And then, you know, you get the one that has the orange liqueur or whatever in it. And you're like, ugh, it's gross. Um, I like fruit, so I don't ever feel that way. Well, that's how I feel. Don't like it. I don't like it. Okay. All right. So you're going to do the challenge. Sure. So we can stop talking about this. You've Excellent. committed to it. Um. You've committed to it, so I'm comfortable. We can move on. Oh, thank you. But for people um, people listening to this, um, this is not the end. There will be more. Okay? There will be more. What else you got there? Um, let's see. We, we saw, didn't talk about the movies. We yeah, saw. we saw Thor today. Right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about that. Sure. Uh, Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, did you like it? I did like it. What did you like about it? Chris Hemsworth. He had a um, he had an almost nude scene, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't enough bottom. It was a lot of top. Well, judging by the reaction of the people who saw Thor naked, Thor's hammer <laughs> was on full display. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. You flick too hard. <laughs> <laughs> Referring to his clothes flying off his body. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed uh, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, it wasn't, in my mind, as funny and uh, constantly engaging as Thor Ragnarok, Thor 3, but um, I enjoyed this. Yeah, it was good. Um. You know, there are some things in it I really liked. Um, so if you're listening to this, we'll try not to give too many spoilers, but they're they're in the trailer. There are these two goats that Thor um, gets a hold of somehow. He's gifted. Right? Yeah, I'm trying not to give spoilers. Not- How he gets the goats is a plot point. That is a plot point. Right? Um, that they are in the movie is not a spoiler. I because didn't know they were going to be goats in the movie. It's in the trailer. Great. Okay, so not a spoiler. Whatever. Their existence is not a spoiler. So okay. I'm trying to not give spoilers. Great. Okay? No spoilers. Anyways, the goats are great. I love the goats. They're funny. Um, I just wish there were more of the goats. Because what they do is right up my alley in terms of humor. <laughs> what they do? All they do is scream. Yeah, <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, boy. I love it. Um, but, so yeah, I'll see another Thor movie after this one. I liked it. I liked the villain. Christian Bale had a villain in it. Christian Bale had a villain in it? Yeah, he was the villain. Christian, Christian Bale. Bale was the villain in it. 
Yeah, I mean, he... Okay, fine. He plays villains in other movies, but he was a villain in this movie. So his villain was in it. Um, what was that guy's name? Something the God Butcher. Gore the God Butcher? Yeah. Something like that. Um, that was really well done. I liked it. I liked his costume. I liked the makeup. Um, you know, he didn't seem like a one-dimensional evil guy. He had a purpose. I like that he wasn't like some just CGI monster. Mm-hmm. Although he had a bunch of CGI monsters for everyone to fight, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, pretty good. Is that what you think? That was good. Yeah. It's a pretty solid movie. Yeah. And Natalie Portman came back. Mm-hmm. She was uh, Thor. The Mighty Thor was her name. And apparently all this is stuff that happened in the comics. Mm-hmm. I had, I never read Thor. Yeah. Um, it wasn't something I was interested in as a kid or as an adult. So. Yeah. But um, I thought she was really good. Yeah. She was pretty buff. How old is she? I have no idea. Why does that matter? I don't know. Are you saying she looked good or she looked bad? No, it's just, you know, in my mind she's young. Yeah. And she didn't look so young in this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think she's maybe a couple years younger than us. You think she's younger than us? Oh, she's absolutely much younger than us. And um college, there was that movie she was in. Um what fucking movie was that? Was it The Brothers McMullen? Maybe it's not The Brothers McMullen. It's some movie she's in that was partly shot in North Adams, Massachusetts. I forget. Where this guy goes back to his hometown um, to visit, like, his friends. I'm forgetting the name of the movie. What are you talking about? I'm telling you about a fucking movie Natalie Portman was in. I don't remember Natalie Portman being in any movie that was shot in North Adams. I'll look it up. Great. Why are you shaking your head like that? Because you're pissing me off. Like, I'm just making something up. (laughs) I feel like you are just making it up. Okay, are you going to apologize to me when... (laughs) When I'm right. The Brothers McMullen. Yeah. Another. another Just find out how yeah. old she is. That's all I care no, about. No, I'm not because. Oh, you're not going to tell we me. Ha- now we have to resolve this issue. Oh, okay. But the first question I have was how old was she? Don't know. Don't care. I just want to be right. You all always right. just want to be right. All right. Uh, let's see. Actress. It was like one of her first movies. Do, do, do. Oh. Is this? I think her first movie was The Professional. I said one of her first movies. She was a kid in that movie. And no, you're wrong. Um, a movie called Developing was her first I movie. I didn't say it was her first movie. Yes, you did. You said, said it was one of her first movies. I said that. You said you think The Professional was her first movie. Not what I said. Okay, people, go back and go listen back to and this. listen and see what yeah. I'm dealing with. Yeah, go ahead. Here. Jen just making stuff up yeah, all okay. the time. Except I said, okay, the movie I'm thinking about was a movie called Beautiful Girls, 1996, and it was shot partly in North Adams, and it's about this writer who goes back to his sleepy little mountain town after experiencing success, and he befriends this young girl who moved into the house next door to where he grew up. I don't think I've ever seen this movie. 
okay. It doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Okay, whatever. How old is she? I don't know. How do I find that out? Just look her up. Hold on. She was in Mars Attacks, you know. Yeah. Anyways. um, She was in that movie with... um. Zach, whatever, and she plays the shins and she puts the headphones on and she says, this is going to change your life. What was that movie? She plays the shins? No, I didn't. You said she plays the shins. No, she plays the music and puts it on Zach Brow, the guy that was on You said she plays the show. shins. What does that mean? Shins is a band. Okay, but you said that. Ugh, Garden State. She was in Garden State? Yes. How old is... I don't think you know what you say half the time. I absolutely do. I don't think you were aware. I am fully aware. How old is Natalie Portman? Hold on. Let's see. Natalie Portman is... Okay, guess how old Natalie Portman is. 42. Nope. 37. Nope. She's 41. <laughs> okay. Were you going to tell me you were right? No. Because 41 is not 42 okay. or 37. You're right. Okay, she's 41. You made it sound like I was way off there. I didn't make it sound like anything. I said no. When is her birthday? I don't know. Why? Are you going to send her a birthday card? Yes, when is her birthday? June 9th. Okay, so she just turned 41? She's 41. And her birthday is June 9th. So she just turned 41. Okay. Do we need a lesson in how birthdays work now? No. <laughs> okay, because she's 41. Okay. So she's closer to 40, which makes you even more wrong. Than what? Your guess of 42. Ugh. So wrong. So wrong. All right. So Thor, Natalie Portman, Chris Hemsworth, um, Fleshy Hammer, out for everyone to see. We give it a... Right? Yeah, this is okay. a good movie. We also saw Elvis. Elvis has right? left the building. I was surprised. I really, really um, liked that movie. What did you like about it? Um, so let me start by saying Baz Luhrmann, the director and writer of the movie, has been hit or miss for me in terms of movies. He's not had a lot of movies. There are some movies he's made that I really liked. Like what? Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Great Gatsby. What else has he made? Um, Moulin Rouge. I didn't like Moulin Rouge. I don't understand that. I'll tell you why. That's what I'm getting at. I don't like his movies that are more musicals that are just like song after song after song. I don't like that. This movie, Elvis, which is a um, kind of a telling of Elvis's story, right, from when he's discovered, from when he's a kid, all the way up to his death, um, and it's told from the perspective of his uh, greedy, abusive manager, this guy named Colonel Parker. It's told from his perspective, um, and. In, there was a lot of Elvis music in the movie, obviously, but it wasn't like people doing musical numbers. Do you know what I mean? It was like woven throughout the movie, like in ways that made sense to me and didn't feel weird. It wasn't like, okay, here's a little bit of, 
it's hard to describe. Like the music was part of the narrative, but it was like woven throughout it. Um, and it helped drive the story along. And it's times it was part of the story. Um, and times it was part of the narrative. So it wasn't just like, it wasn't like a, um, a biopic where it's like a bunch of acting, then Elvis sings a song, a bunch of acting, then Elvis sings a song. Like sometimes it would be Elvis singing a song. Other times it'd be playing like some kind of Elvis song in the background. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but the music was integrated in a way that I like and not just like musical numbers. It wasn't like a musical. I don't think that you have given Moulin Rouge enough credit. It wasn't a musical, like, it wasn't a musical about Elvis, I guess is what I'm trying to say. No. Anyways, I really liked it. Great. I'm glad you liked it. I liked it. Yeah. What did you like about it? Um, you know, let me just, oh, let me finish. I was telling you what I like about it. So I like the music. Um, I learned some stuff about Elvis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot more appreciation for him as a person and an artist now. Mm-hmm. and kind of what he went through. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying to you afterwards, I really got the feeling he is one of our first um, mega musical celebrities that got kind of thrown into the um, celebrity grist mill and just completely fucking chewed up and spit out, right? Mm-hmm. And he suffered the the price for it. You know, He died at 41. Too. Uh, 42 addicted to drugs um alone isolated a lot of his money stolen from him just like awful yeah and then like another thing i learned about him you know i've heard all of my life that elvis stole um music from black artists and i think what what this movie tries to do is paint a picture of well he, he i mean he grew up um in and around black communities was exposed to that music mm-hmm. right growing up um and he did borrow from it but um i think we read this in a smithsonian article you read it to me when we were driving home from the movie They're like elvis made a point um uh, throughout his professional life to acknowledge that he was borrowing from people and give and borrowing from the black artists he listened to Giving them credit. And he like was always constantly giving them credit as influencers of his music. Now, can he be criticized um, for other things he did, like not paying them? Of course, right? All of that stuff. But um, I just wanted like, it was, it was interesting to me that there's more to that story, mm-hmm. right? Than, than I had been aware of. Yeah. And I learned something from it. I really liked Elvis. It was a great movie. I really enjoyed it. Well, you didn't tell me what you liked about it. I like Baz Luhrmann's uh, frenetic pacing of storytelling. What does that mean, frenetic pacing? It's fast-paced storytelling. He moves very quickly. I didn't feel like it was a fast movie. How do you think he got through his entire life and how long was the movie? An hour and a half? No, it was like two hours. How do you get through somebody's entire life in two hours? 
and tell like a pretty complete story. Okay, I guess it was fast paced. So you like the pacing? Mm-hmm. What else did you I like, like about it? I like his visual style that he uses to move story along. I like the story of Elvis. I've been to Graceland. I like his music. When did you go to Graceland? When I was a kid. Mm-hmm. How old? I don't remember. 12, 13, mm-hmm. 14. I don't know. Did you have ice cream at Graceland? I don't remember. You can ask my parents. Mm-hmm. Did they serve fruit-flavored ice cream there? They might have had banana. Did you eat it? Didn't like the king love. He loved banana, peanut butter, and honey sandwiches. That's what they say. That's what they say. What else did you like about the movie? I just like Elvis. I like his music. Were you a fan of Elvis before the movie? Yeah. I wasn't really. Yeah. I wasn't that familiar with his music, to yeah. be honest. Like you I know have an appreciation for his Um I wasn't I didn't have an appreciation for the impact that Elvis had as an artist uh on our culture. He's a huge icon. I understand he's an icon, right? There are lots of icons that never end up having a cultural impact, though. Mm. You know, like, I didn't I didn't quite understand that. Um, and I guess I also didn't understand the, the forces working against Elvis to try to stop him, mm. right? And a lot of this is tied up in racism, in mm-hmm. institutional racism, and I guess I didn't quite get that, right? Like I was talking about before, you know, about how I had heard, you know, that Elvis had, uh, you know, quote, stolen, end quote, from black artists. But um, this movie, you know, paints a different picture, more one of Elvis being influenced, right? Um, Because he grew up um, in and around those communities, um, but what I didn't understand was how the people who were managing Elvis didn't want him to be performing uh, music that was influenced by black artists, right? Because they didn't want their white kids getting into it, right? Or mm-hmm. listening to stuff that was even remotely uh, culturally non-white well, that article that we read basically <clears throat> said that all rock and roll is is repackaged rhythm and blues. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. Um, and I guess I, I guess I wasn't aware of the lengths people went to to try to stop Elvis, like sending him to the sending him to Germany for two years, making him join the army and sending him away mm-hmm. to try to kill his career, right? It's just, it was just, it, it, this is the story the movie's telling. So, yeah. if there are people out there who know something different and I'm wrong, you know, take it up, take it up with fucking Baz Luhrmann, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't come after me. Now, this is what I got from the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, the, the, the racists of the time tried to stop Elvis and destroy his career. Like I was completely unaware of all of that stuff. 
it was just, it was, it was really interesting to me. Um, and then like all of the decisions Elvis made along the course of his career to kind of wrestle back control of his artistic integrity from the people who were managing him, this mm-hmm. like fucking Colonel Parker guy, the yeah. scoundrel. Um, that was really interesting to me. Like yeah. there are like many points <clears throat> in Elvis's career where he should have been dead and washed up. Um, mostly because of the decisions that the people con- controlling him made. And he didn't want to go against them and disappoint them is what I gathered from the movie. He was like incredibly loyal to these people. Yeah. Um, so he ended up letting his career just like tank. And then at certain points along the way, he was like, well, no, I'm not being true to myself. So I'm just going to go do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah. And when he did that, he experienced these like huge resurgences, you know, and I think part of it is because people could um, sense the raw power of who he was as an artist was coming through mm-hmm. right in those moments where he made those decisions. I don't know. It was just really interesting to me uh, from, from like many, many perspectives. And then, then you realize like how good the music is. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Right. So good. And I even tried to play some of it last night. I got home, right, after seeing this movie and started trying to play it. I'm going to play some right now. Let me see if I can find it. Um, My attempt. It's not going to be good, I'm just saying, um, at the outset. But I was so inspired, I wanted to try to learn how to play, play some of this. The chord transitions aren't good. But this is um, my attempt at playing um, Suspicious Minds. And there's a verse in the middle about fruit-flavored ice cream that I wrote for you. It all connects, Jen. You know that, right? I thought you were playing this music. I asked you a question. Come on. I said it all connects, right? Sure. Okay. You ready? This is me trying to play Suspicious Minds. We're caught in a trap. Why are you rolling your eyes? I can't walk out. Because I. Those chord transitions are hard. I wish I had this in the mixer. You don't like fruit flavored ice cream, but you eat fruit on your Sundays. Alright, you get the idea. I tried to learn this song. I have a long way to go. Does that mean you're gonna play it? I'm gonna play it every day. Yep, every day. I told you that last night. Instead of playing Wish You Were Here constantly over and over again, I'm gonna play that. Oh lovely. 
What's interesting, though, is that's the first thing on guitar I've tried to play and actually sing to. If you've noticed that. No. Yeah, that's hard, like playing and singing at the same time. It is. Is it like walking and chewing gum? Oh, it's hard. I've been afraid to even try it. But I, I was so inspired by Elvis, I tried to, to do it. To be your authentic self? I'm not being my authentic self, but I just... Whose self are you being? I was just trying to play some Elvis, and I decided that song was so good and so inspiring. I was so inspired by the movie, I wanted to try to sing while I was playing, so... Excellent. That's it. Elvis, right? We want people to go see it. Did you look up the music, or you just figured it out on your own? No, I had I had taps. Oh, you did? <laughs> that showed me what, when to when to play what. I didn't where. realize you've been reading tabs. Well, that's easy. Sorry, I just looked up the chords. It tells you what chord to play at what point in the words. Yeah, but you still have to know the fingering on the chords. Oh, you're I know like, my fingering. Believe me. You're teaching yourself guitar. I know certain chords. The main chords in those verses are C, G, and D. I know those chords. I can play those chords. I play them all the time. In fact, they're the same exact chords in a lot of the Pink Floyd songs. Right? It's just they're in a different order. Yes. That's a lot of what music does. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's that very was surprising to me. Most rock and roll is like three chords. Like yeah. Nirvana was all three chords. Yeah, I surprised by that actually you didn't me... know that no that's because you never studied music no i'm a dope i don't know anything about music you're not a dope because you didn't study music you didn't study music that's why you don't know yeah. this information anyways um i'm just pissed because i had a, i was actually playing that much better it's just like when i go to record it i get nervous and i can't play i actually play it but Anyway, so anyways, I'm going to keep trying to learn that song. Great. See how I do. Lovely. All right. We'll keep our house not quiet. It's great. Yeah. All right. That's it. That's it. That's all I got. You got anything? Caught in a trap. Can't get away. I can't walk out. Because I love you too much, baby. Yeah. It's a good song. I'm going to learn it. All right, Jen. All right, what am I calling you anymore? Call me whatever you want. <sighs> I don't care. We're going to end this podcast anyways. <laughs> okay. Well, I can't be the only one who cares about it. <sighs> Again with this conversation. Right? I can't be the only one who cares about it. So at some point it's going to end. When this becomes a chore to do, which I be, am starting to feel like it's a chore for you to do, then it should end. Right? All right, listeners. What, is that your way of moving us along? Yes. And not having this conversation? Yes. Okay. All right, listeners, what? We love you. I don't love them. All right, we don't love you. No, let's ask them for things first. You want What's to ask that? them? You want to ask them without showing them any kind of appreciation? I mean, when you go on a date, you just fuck right away. I mean, you got to lead up to things, oh right? You got to be like, "Thank you, thank you for meeting me here for dinner. It's really nice to meet you." That's you gotta, what I just started to do, and then no, you told you me to do it the other way. You started off by telling them you love them. Yeah. 
Thank you for listening. You say you, you say Thank you, you love, for sharing you you and love, subscribing and downloading and sharing with a friend. And thank you for leaving us amazing reviews and giving us such amazing feedback. Tell us all about what you thought of this episode. I'd really like to hear it. I wish you could hear the part I'm cutting out. <laughs> so, oh, well. Uh, Maybe you should leave it in and we can let all of our listeners write in about it. No, I think we'll cut it out. Okay. <laughs> all right, folks. You heard it here first. Maybe I'll, I'll keep that segment somewhere in a folder for outtakes. Yeah, I'm sure. Are you yelling at me? I wasn't yelling at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were yelling at me, I for the record. I never yelled at you. Yeah, you did. Ever. And I didn't yell at you, so... All right, folks. You have to didn't, cut. You didn't hear it here. Didn't hear what? You didn't hear the part that he cut out. Okay. So right. we'll never know. Nope. Um, but I'm going to keep it. Yeah. <laughs> what is? What are you going to keep it for? Huh? To prove that I didn't yell at you because oh. I don't yell. Uh huh. That's not my style. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right, folks. Um, what are you going to say? Bye. Bye now. All right. Um. Bye now. This world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity and that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed by the binding force of mutual respect and love. I shall never cease to do what little I can to help the world advance along that road. 